welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I'm talking about an anchor, another sailing story. A lot of you have said that you enjoy those. And I was thinking about the Deep Blue Sea, Davy Jones' Locker, the Gloomy Deep, the Primordial Sea, vast and unplumbed, the dusky mystic ocean. All these and other phrases describing the sea are evocative and remind us that as we peer into its boundless murk, we cannot fathom its depths. As a child living in the ocean state, I grew up on the sea. We loved the ocean, the bay, the inlet, the creeks, the marshes. We scanned for pirates. We rode the waves like foamy horses. We took on spray and laughed. But we never could see to all the way to the bottom. What was down there? What did it look like? Now, snorkeling in the shallows was fun, but what was out there deeper? You know, there be dragons. When you're a boater, you get used to setting an anchor. This is the item that attaches the boat to the ground underneath the waters with a rope called a road, R-O-D-E. The iron or metal anchor at the end of the road. It takes a bit of skill to maneuver the boat in such a way that the anchor catches and then remains dug in. If it doesn't, your boat will drift. It can drift far out to sea or onto the rocks on shore. You do not want any nasty surprises as you relax with your lunch or sleep on your boat overnight. The anchor is important. Reeling in the anchor at dawn Ready to cruise another day is the caption to a photograph I included in the blog of pulling up the anchor and getting ready to sail down the intracoastal waterway or the Atlantic. It was an anchorage in Georgia. I lived on a sailboat for two years. We rarely docked at a marina, but we usually found a secure bay or cove and set our anchor there. Sometimes we were alone. Sometimes other sailboats would glide into the anchorage and set their anchor a distance away from us. You had to let out enough road so that your boat could swing with any changes in wind direction and not hit the other anchored boats or could rise with the tide. We had charts, nautical charts, to let us know what kind of a bottom it was. Is the area rocky, full of seagrass, sandy, silty, hard packed? We had to trust the information given on the charts. And all these made a difference as to how we set the anchor or how secure we would allow ourselves to feel. We even had two different kinds of anchors. And depending on what type of bottom it was, we could choose one or the other. Grassy areas are the hardest to set the anchor in. Grass is slippery and thick. 
It's hard to get the anchor down to the actual ground underneath. It might feel securely driven in, but then a slight change in tide or wind and the anchor pops out and off you go. In 12,000 nautical miles of anchoring in all sorts of weather and ground conditions, the only time we drifted was in a grassy area. We really wished we could have personally viewed the bottom with our own eyes at that place. The charts, you might let the mariner know about the anchorage this way. Quote, North Cove is a special anchorage designed by the Coast Guard, designated by the Coast Guard with good holding in mud. Unquote. Will the anchor hold? It was the ever-present question. We really wished we could see the anchor, but we just had to rely on what we had read in the charts and trust that the unseen anchor would hold. When we got to the Bahamas, we were startled by the clear water. You could see all the way down. Fascinated, we watched starfish scud along the sand, fish darted here and there, Lobster tentacles drifted out from the rocks. And coral, how pretty. Oh no, suddenly we noticed a kind of vertigo. Seeing the coral heads on the bottom, even though they were 20 feet or more down, looked like they were just at the surface. It was disconcerting to be that close. It seemed as if we, when we glided over them, they'd rip our keel from stem to stern. Coral can do that. Coral heads are hard enough to rip the bottom off your boat, like the top, off a can of sardines. One thing we enjoyed in the Bahamas with the clear water was seeing the anchor set. At last, we saw what we had not been able to see all the way from the North Atlantic in Maine down to the Gulf waters of the Bahamas. We could see the anchor when we snorkeled. We could see it when we viewed it from the bowsprit of the boat. We could even see it at night, 20 feet down. It was a special sense of relief when we set the anchor and set, sat down from our vigilance, from watching for hazards and watches to ensure we were on the right course. Reminds me of 2 Corinthians 5.7 which says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. My time on the sea was so unique, I used to wonder quite frequently why I did it or what the purpose of it all was. I wasn't saved then, but I knew there had to be a purpose for things. Contemplating that there wasn't any design to our lives or purpose in it was just too monstrous of a thought. Now from a 30 years ago vantage point, I know the purpose. There is a God. He has a purpose for each individual on earth that he creates, ultimately some for eternal wrath and some for eternal blessing. He, quote, has many people in this city, unquote, from Acts 18.10. That means people he plans to save but are not in the faith yet. He reserved me through many decades of sinful living until the time 
the appointed time he brought me into his sheepfold. My memories of sailing now have a dual purpose. I understand the marine references in the Bible to a degree that perhaps landlubbers do not, just as farmers understand the agricultural metaphors more deeply than I do. I live by trust. I no longer have to trust nautical charts to tell me what is down there that I cannot see, but the Bible to tell me what is there that I cannot see. Jesus is my anchor, no longer using a piece of metal and a rope. What a day when my faith becomes sight. I will see my anchor. My security holds fast to him while navigating these turbulent waters on earth. But when I actually see him, what a sense of relief. I will be able to stand down from my night watches, my vigilance, my ever-present scouring the horizon for dangers, my internal checks in my spirit against sin. Friends, someday, perhaps soon, our faith will become sight. 1 Corinthians 13, 12 says, For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully, just as I have also been fully known. 1 Corinthians 8, 3 says, But the one who loves God is known by God. Hold fast to the anchor of Jesus Christ, immovable, unshakable, impervious to man's ditherings and nonsense. He is the rock, standing firm for the Father, who is King of all. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Elizabeth Prada, wishing you a wonderful weekend. Thank you.